flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought. Everybody say every thought to the obedience of Christ. Man, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I want to talk to you tonight on just a simple thought. History's greatest battleground. History's greatest battleground. God, we love you, we worship you, and we praise you tonight. God, thank you for allowing us to be in your presence. Thank you for the Holy Ghost that we've already felt, God, for your spirit moving in our midst already. God, I'm praying tonight, Lord, that as I preach your word, God, I need your anointing. I need the spirit to move through me and speak through me, God. Lord, we need to be in unity of faith tonight to receive your word. God, I'm praying that there would be a flow of anointing from the pulpit to the pew and back to the pulpit tonight. God, let us work together. God, one mind and one accord. Let your will be accomplished tonight, God. Do it your way. God, we'll praise you and give you the glory and the honor for it. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. When we began to study the Word of God, it's very quickly evident that when sin enters the world, that when Eve partook of the fruit, of the forbidden tree, that separation came between God and man. But it wasn't at her reaching her hand forward to uh, pull that fruit off the tree when things really began. But at some point in her thought process, she began to dwell on and look at that tree and the fact that there was one thing that she could not touch and partake of. And that Adam, as God had given it to him, that he was not to eat of it or partake of it because when he did, he would die. That as a good leader, he provided some more parameters that she could not touch it. He did not even want her uh, to reach out and fill of it. He wanted her to stay away from it. But at some point, her mind began to go there, and she began to think about it. And she focused in not on the beautiful garden and the wonderful fruit trees that she had to eat of, but she, she became uh, possessed with the thought of there was one tree that she had not tasted and one piece of fruit that she had not felt. And so when she finds herself in, in that place that she should not have been, that the, that the enemy, Satan, was there to beguile her. But she had to participate in that with her mind, that she had to allow her mind to go there. We do not know if it was the first time that she visited that tree that the enemy began to speak to her in the form of a serpent. We do not know that if it was at that moment that she reached out. But however the process worked, that at some point her mind was dwelling upon the fact that she wanted to taste of that. She wanted to put her hand to it. 
And so we find her when she, when she sinks her teeth into that. The battle had already been lost before she ever pulled it off and sank her teeth into it because that was all that she thought about. That was all that she could keep upon her mind was that tree. And so the battleground that she had faced, the battle had already been lost in her mind before it ever was lost in the physical realm. I'm going to go ahead and move quickly tonight and tell you what I want to talk to you tonight is not a physical battleground. And yes, we know that we do fight great battles in the flesh. We know that we do fight great temptations in the flesh. But can I go ahead and tell you tonight that the greatest battleground that we're ever going to do battle upon is our mind. That every sin that we're going to partake of, that every evil thing that we're going to do, it has its roots in our mind. The place that it is going to begin is with a thought that the enemy or our flesh plants in our mind. The Bible says that the carnal mind is enmity against God. That we don't have to teach a child from a, from a baby how to think up or think of evil things. Yes, we can correct that. And yes, we can help to nurture them in the ways of God. But if a child is left to his own, it's not going to be too long before they think of something to lie about. It's not going to be too long before they think of a way to be rebellious. Because we live in a fallen state that we are born in sin and shapen in iniquity. When sin entered the world by Adam and Eve, that we don't have to think of how to sin. We don't have to be taught how to sin, but we know how to sin because that is our nature. Amen. That our mind is something that is a great battleground. When we look and we begin to read the Bible, any any serious sin or corruption can promise you it all began with the mind. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's not something whenever you see, take the lust of the eyes, for instance, when you see something that you're looking upon, lusting after, it's not something that you all of a sudden just wake up one day and you find yourself committing a sin, but it's something that begins with your mind dwelling places it shouldn't be. When you find yourself completely engulfed in the pride of life, and pride is the course that your life takes, I can promise that, that you didn't start out that way, but somewhere you had a thought of being lifted up in pride in your own self, and that began to, to take preeminence in your mind, and you begin to think of yourself more highly than you should have, and, and pride began to be the direction that your life was after, but it all started in your mind. Everything that we face, every evil, Evil, uh, every sin, every obstacle has its beginning point in our mind. And Eve is the first to face this. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3 says, But I fear lest by any means the serpent, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. So we face the same serious situation. 
This is how the, 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 the serpent got to Eve was through her mind, through working on her thought process, through getting her to a place where she was distracted, through getting her through a, to a place where she was focused in on what she could not do and the things that she could not partake of and the places she could not go to. First John chapter 2 and verse 15, very familiar to us apostolics, it says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world. Everything that is in the world, everything that we look at, the, the basis of it all, was somebody's mind. When you look at atrocities, evil that has been performed by evil men and women of this world, at some point they sat back and thought up a plan. Preached before about Hitler. Hitler, after going to prison and spending time in prison, this is where he wrote his blueprint to how he was going to make a pure Aryan race. It had a beginning in his mind. He laid it out in his mind. This was a battle that he faced in his mind, and it was a battle that before he ever, before he ever put it into action, he had already lost that battle in his mind. Before he ever tortured the first Jew, he had already lost that battle in his mind. His mind had already went to that place and thought up the evil and been given over to it. I'm trying to tell you tonight that this battleground that we face, this is a serious thing. This is a thing that's not something to play with. We may be able to look right on the outside. We may be able to function right according to everybody's eyes. But God knows and you know what is going on in your mind. Just because you can cross every T and dot every I as far as everyone looking upon you is concerned, I can promise you that you can already have the battle lost in your mind. And can I tell you that God does not look on the outside, but God is a discerner of the thoughts. God looks upon your heart. God looks upon what your mind is thinking about. He knows where your thought life is going in the dark times when you're by yourself. He knows what you're thinking about. He knows what your mind is dwelling upon. He knows if you're being taken over by the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Can I tell you, you may be putting on a good front, but you could be losing very well the battle in your mind. To be carnally minded is enmity against God. It's opposite of God. We cannot be subject to the law of God and have a carnal mind. I cannot be allowing the flesh to win in my mind and be spiritual. I cannot be allowing my thought life to be on evil continually and expect to be able to operate in the Holy Ghost. But if I'm going to be a Holy Ghost man, if I'm going to be a Holy Ghost lady, I've got to take everything taught into captivity. I've got to crucify myself and lay myself upon the altar and say you're going to die out to the flesh. I'm going to kill this thing while it's trying to come up. 
that before it ever has its beginning, that I'm going to take care of it in my mind. That before I ever take to enacting it in my life, that when the thought comes up, I'm going to get a hold of it and I'm going to take it to an altar. I'm going to lay it down there and I'm going to say, God, wash me one more time, God. Cleanse me one more time. I don't like the way I've been thinking. I don't like the way my mind has been feeding upon this evil. Can I tell you that we face that in these days that the Bible says that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man that their thoughts were on evil continually that's where their mind was their mind was upon how they could fulfill the desires of their evil corrupt lives how could they find pleasure how could they have a good time that they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that noah entered into the ark and it all began with the thoughts of their heart being upon evil continually i'm preaching to you tonight in the holy ghost you better get it right in your mind you better kill it in your mind you better take authority and dominion over it in your mind no you may not have gone there physically yet but you better stand up to the voice of the enemy and say i'm not even gonna think it i'm not even gonna think about it i'm not gonna allow my mind to go there i'm blood pot i'm holy ghost filled i'm gonna be pure not just in my body but in my mind not just in my spirit but in my heart so am i gonna be May be seated. Romans chapter 7 and verse 23 says, But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. What is he saying here? That I have a war going on. It's between my flesh and between my mind that I've got to get my mind right. I cannot allow the enemy to have one little foothold in my mind. When that thought comes in, I better get it out. When I, when I look upon that lady, when I see her and something evil rises up in my heart, I better not justify that I've not done it, but I better get it out of my mind. I better not dwell upon it i better not think upon it i better not look upon it because if i look upon it i've already done it i better kill it while it's there i better kill it in its infancy i better take care of it upon that battleground of the mind that we can get to the place where we can play things out in our mind where we can, we, can, we can rehearse things in our mind, that we can do things in our mind. And can I tell you that the reason why some of us, and I'm going to preach to all of us tonight, because we're all going to face this battle, the reason why some of us don't walk in the authority and dominion that we should is because we're allowing the flesh to take preeminence in our mind. Instead of killing it, we're believing the lie of the enemy. Instead of taking care of 
have it. We're believing the lie of the devil. But I want to tell you tonight that we have power over all the power of the enemy. I already read it, but I'm going to tell you again. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, the casting down of imaginations, and every hot thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I don't have to dwell upon it. I don't have to be depressed in my mind. I don't have to be oppressed in my mind because I do not do battle against it with my own human ability. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I don't have to think like that. I don't have to live there. But I can look at the devil and say get thee behind me Satan. Greater 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 is he that lives within me. I got the power of the Holy Ghost. I got power over all the power of the enemy. I got power to think right. I got power to act right. I got power to talk right. I got power to live right through the power of the Holy Ghost. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Proverbs 23 and 7, the first part of that verse says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I'm not just going to be preaching to those that are dealing with a thought process that's going to lead you into a place of shipwreck. But I'm also going to talk to you tonight that some of you have bought into the lie that you're not worthy. That you're not worthy to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That you're not worthy to live this apostolic life. I've come to tell you tonight that you, through the power of the Spirit, that you do have the ability to have the victory through the power of the Holy Ghost. Don't you buy into that lie that you're not worthy. Don't you buy into that lie that you can't be used of God. Don't you buy into that lie that you failed too much or you've done too much. I want to tell you that the blood of Jesus Christ is able to overcome every shortcoming, every failure, every addiction, every sin, every bit of abuse, every bit of pain. Hey, I'm not even going to think like that. God can overcome it all. God can use me if he calls me. If God wants me to do it, he'll give me the ability to do it. If God wants to take me there, he's going to prepare me. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What are you thinking? Where's your mind going? If God's saying he's going to use you, are you questioning in your mind how? If God's saying that you're called to be used in a ministry of prayer as a prayer warrior, are you trying to use every excuse why you can't? If God's trying to tell you that you're going to be used to bring about revival to this church, are you trying to use every excuse why you can't be respected in the community? I'm telling you, if God's calling you, 
You just need to begin to think in your heart. All right, God, I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know from where. But I know that you have wonderful thoughts for me. And my thoughts are not your thoughts. But God, help me to think like you think. Help me to think how you think, God. Help me to think good thoughts. Help me to think victorious thoughts. Help me to think overcoming thoughts. Come on, help me to think thoughts of revival. Help me to think thoughts of victory. Help me to think, oh, come on. Help me to think thoughts of dominion. Help me to think thoughts of anointing. Help me to think thoughts of an overcoming spirit. Not, not a failure. can be seated as a man thinks in his heart so is he when we allow our mind to go to a place of failure we're gonna fail when you think you're gonna lose I can promise you something right now you're gonna lose when we come to really doing battle, when we come to really putting our effort into something, it don't matter if it's getting out and playing a, a fun game of basketball or, or football or baseball or, or whatever it is, or getting upon a battlefield as an army, that if you think you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Nobody's going to stumble into accidental victory. But if you're looking yourself and saying, well, I'm already a loser, Go ahead and just decide that's what you're going to be in life. But if I can get a hold of that mind and say that I am through Christ, I am a conqueror. That through him, not by my ability. It's time for the apostolic church to realize that. We're not talking about letting our flesh get in the way, Brother TJ. We're not talking about letting our own human ingenuity get in the way. But we're talking about being connected with Jesus Christ and saying through him, I can do all things. Through him, I can conquer any obstacle. Through him, I can have revival. Through him, I can take dominion over the evil spirits of this city through him I can conquer all the problems that I face in my life not by my ability not by my power not by my thoughts but by his spirit when I get the Holy Ghost working in my mind anything is possible Matthew 22, verse 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. That I've got to get to that place where my mind is right, where my thinking is right. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, a mind that is right on its thinking, a mind that when the preacher preaches that I don't sit back and question how, that I don't sit back and think, well, that's good for Brother Travis, but it's not good for me, that he could do that, but I can't. They don't know my story. They don't know my baggage. They don't know my problems. They don't know the addictions I'm still battling with. Hey, I want to tell you something here in this place tonight, that if it's good for one of us, it's good for all of us that if God said it you better get it in your mind and believe it because if he said it he's able to perform it 
Hallelujah. Philippians 4 verse 7 says, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is an off-quoted verse. Something that I can't say yet that I've been to a funeral and I've been to a lot of them. That I've been to a funeral and I've not heard across denominational lines people saying, the peace of God which passeth all understanding keep you. But they leave out the part that it says that it is to keep our minds. That it is to keep our minds. And this is only going to come through Christ Jesus. That yes, I believe that's applicable in a funeral. That's applicable in a time of loss or, or serious trial. That, that the peace of God is there. That we need that peace of God. But that peace is there to help keep our minds in a place of peace. Can I tell you that we know this because the next verse says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So how can I expect to have the peace of God, dominion, authority, power in my life if I'm not allowing God to put my mind in a place where there is peace there? Would you allow a young man to help you tonight? That if you're facing turmoil, if you're facing strife, that maybe you need to go back to your prayer closet. Maybe you need to visit an altar again. I know this from experience. Maybe you need to make a place to pray again. Say, God, I need your peace that passeth my understanding. Because can I tell you, understand me tonight, that I can try to think all the good thoughts that I want to think, but my humanity is going to fail me every time, Sister Nyla. I can try to be as peaceful of, of a human being as I want to be, but my human flesh is going to fall short every time of the jars. It's going to come up short. That I may do good for a little while, but at some point, somebody's going to cross me. At some point, somebody's going to do something that I don't like. At some point, somebody's going to do something that goes against my nature, and I'll see that flesh want to come out again. But if I can get my mind to a place where I allow his perfect peace, where I allow that wonderful peace to keep my mind. I can do that through going daily to prayer. I can do that through even in the day. Maybe I already had my time of prayer, but I feel that strife coming. I feel that anger coming back up. It's finding a little place to slip off to or just closing my eyes at my desk and saying, God, I need you to take 
preeminence in my mind again, God. Help me to gird up the loins of my mind again, God. Help me to get this out of my mind. Help me to get the anger out of my mind, God. I want to think pure thoughts. I want to think just thoughts. I want to think lovely thoughts, God. If there's any virtue or any praise, that's what I want to think upon. I don't want to think upon the evil. I don't want to think upon the dark and the destruction. I don't want to think upon the pain and the despair. But I want to lift up my eyes to the hills. I want to think on good things. I want to think upon the revival that our church is having. I want to think upon the victory that we are seeing. I want to think on the backsliders that are being stirred. I want to think upon those that are coming back home. I want to think upon the financial victory God's given this church. I want to think upon the move that God is making in our midst. Think on good things. That's what I want to do, God. If I want to be right, I've got to win the battle in my mind. I've got to crucify this old flesh. I've got to kill it and I've got to get my mind right. Some of the greatest people that I've seen, some powerful people, some powerful men of God. And no, I'm not pastored yet, but I've seen men that were great preachers, powerfully anointed preachers. But somehow, Brother TJ, they couldn't seem to get dominion and get to a place of revival. And you get around them and you realize that it's a mind thing. There was always that war going on in their mind. No, I'm not talking about lust. I'm not, I'm not talking about the, that it was something sinful in nature. But I'm talking about it was something that they didn't feel worthy. Or they didn't feel like they could operate in it. And so they bought in that lie. They, 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 they didn't get to the place where they realize if you get there, it's not going to be back ability it's going to be by 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 the power of God excuse me not going to be by my ability but by God's ability that I get there it's not by my mind nor my power but by his spirit that I get there last night when we were listening to brother Joe Holmes preach that he made a statement he said that all this and the church, if you've ever been there, it's absolutely amazing. He said that all this, he said, let me tell you what I ought to be. He said, I ought to be. And he was weeping when he said it. He said, I ought to be a greeter at Walmart. He said, I shouldn't even be here. But it was a man that somehow, in his mind, even though he may not be the most learned, even though, as he said, he don't, he don't have a doctorate that somewhere in his mind, he said, all right, God, if you're calling me to do this, I'm going to realize when I step into that destiny, when I step into that place, when God begins to bless my business, when God begins to prosper me, I'm not going to question it in my mind, but I'm going to say, God, it's because of you. If you want to take me there, God, I'm going to go with you. If you say I'm going to be victorious, I will be victorious. And I'm thankful that there are young men. And I hope that they don't mind me saying this. But Brother Dane and Brother TJ that are giving themselves 
right now. Don't stop giving yourself to thinking, to allowing your thoughts to go to places where you're thinking how you could be prosperous for the kingdom of God, that it's not your thought process. And yes, we know that those blessings are going to be reciprocal and you're going to have things because of you blessing the kingdom. And, and Brother John, with your business, the things that God's doing already through you with that business, that you're going there with your mind, Sister Amy, the thoughts that you're thinking, that you're not looking at yourself saying, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just a boy from Louisiana. I, I'm just a boy from, from uh, uh, in amongst the rice fields over here and I guess I'm just always going to have to be like everybody else but you're getting yourself to a place where you're allowing your mind to go saying God I'm going to be everything that you called me to be it don't matter the history of my family it don't matter past failures it don't matter what dad and mom were aunt and uncle or grandpa and grandma but God I know the expected end that you have and God my mind is going to get to the place where it believes it. But this is a mind thing. Yes, it's a spirit thing, but our mind has to go there. We've got to be dreamers in our mind that God is going to give the dream, but we've got to allow our mind to be at that place where it can receive it and accept it and we don't allow the enemy to come in and steal that dream we don't allow the enemy to come in and rob us from that victory that God's already promised us when God's told us that we're going to be a millionaire because we're going to bless the kingdom that we don't allow the enemy to come in and tell us who are you you're just a nobody from nowhere no God's going to bless me because I'm going to equip the kingdom God God's going to bless me because there's missionaries I'm going to help. God's going to bless me because there's going to be revival in Jennings, Louisiana. God's going to bless me because there's going to be revival in Scott. God's going to bless me because we're going to build a building. What I think in my heart, so am I. If I think I'm going to be powerful, I'm going to be powerful. If I think my family's going to be saved, bless God, they're going to be saved. If I think I'm going to be victorious. Bless God I'm going to be victorious. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on, it's time for somebody to stop thinking in their mind uh, that you're just a nobody from nowhere. Uh, no, you're a blood-bought child of Jesus Christ. Uh, you're an apostolic, uh, Holy Ghost-filled Christian. It's time for us to stop begging uh, and pleading. Uh, it's time for us to walk in this city and say it's mine. Uh, God's given it to us. Uh, come on. Uh, it's time for us to start thinking it. Uh, it's time for us to start saying it. Uh, let our mind go there. Uh, let our mind see it. Let our mind believe it. It's mine. It's mine. Come on, that don't just apply to the evil side, to the sinful side. But as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Brother John, you believe for that business. Brother TJ, you believe. Brother Dan, you believe. Sister Amy, you believe. God's going to give victory. God's going to shift this thing. God's 
that's going to, oh, if God did it in North Little Rock, God can do it in Jennings, Louisiana. If God did it for Joe Holmes, God can do it for Brother James Townley. If God did it there, God can do it here. It's ours. It's ours. I'm going to stop going to prayer saying, God, maybe. God, if you would. I'm going to say, God, you promised it in your word. God, I'm lining my life up. I'm living holy. I'm thinking good thoughts. I'm being pure. I'm being righteousness. Oh, and now, God, you bring it to pass. Now, God, you save my babies. Now, God, you do the work. Come on, I need somebody to pray with me right now. Come on, I need somebody to join up. Join up with somebody. Come on. Come on in the Holy Ghost right now. Join up with somebody. Come on. Somebody needs to believe it right now. In your mind. Come on, let your mind go there. Come on, let your mind go there. Come on, come on, that's it. Come on, somebody better get into it right now. Come on, come on. You need to think it. Come on, when you're praying it, you need to think it. Come on, come on. You need to pull down those strongholds that have been there for years. Come on, you need to pull down those strongholds. Come on, of doubt and of unbelief. Come on, and of feeling like you're not sufficient. Through God, by his power, you are sufficient. No, there's nothing good in you, but in him is all power. In him is all victory. In him is all healing. In him is all deliverance. Come on, it's time for somebody to gird up the loins of your mind. Come on, if you've been thinking evil thoughts. Come on, if you've been thinking lustful thoughts. Come on, if your mind's been going places it should not be going. It's time for you to clean it up. We're in revival. Come on, you better either get in this thing or you're going to get left behind. Come on, come on. You better get in this thing or you're going to get left behind. And I'm also preaching to people. Come on, that you felt like a nobody from nowhere. You said, I ain't got nothing to offer. You thought in your mind, what can I give? Oh, I can tell you what you can give. You can give your mind completely over to him and say, God, you're going to have to put the thoughts into it. Never head is bowed, never eye is closed. <laughs>
Faith. Faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. <laughs> when we hope for something, how are we hoping for it? With our mind. <laughs> when we doubt, how do we doubt, Brother Travis? We doubt with our mind. When we don't believe it's going to happen, we got to be there in our mind. But when we believe that with God, with God all things are possible, we've got to believe it with our mind. I'm opening up these altars right now. I've got more to preach. I could try to give a pretty altar call, but I think it's time for somebody to come and make a place of prayer. Come on, I think it's time for somebody to come and nail it down tonight. Come on, it's time for somebody to come. Let your mind be made right tonight. Come on, allow God to get a hold of your mind. Come on, you are going to be victorious. Come on, the devil's told you you're going to backslide and you're going to fail God. Some of you have been standing on the tiptoe edge of that failure. But I've come to preach to you tonight that in your mind right now you can win the victory. Before you leave this place tonight, you can take dominion over it. Before you leave this place tonight, by the renewing of your mind, through the power of the Holy Ghost, by the washing and regeneration of the Spirit of Almighty God, that mind can be made. Come on. Come on, brothers. Come on, sisters. Let that mind dream. Come on. Let that mind dream. Come on. Come on. Stop thinking of failure. Stop thinking of throwing in. And start thinking of victory. Start thinking about how God's going to make it right. Start thinking about how God's going to give you financial blessings. Start thinking about how God's going to bring that miracle to pass. Start thinking about the service that those children are going to come home. Start thinking about how God is going to bless your business. Come on, that's it. Come on, you don't have to be depressed. You don't have to live in a state of depression. You don't have to live in a state where you got to battle every day with your mind. Where you're up one month and down the next. Where you're walking in dominion one month and you've defeated the next. You can get to a place where you conquer that mind. Where you conquer that mind. I'll be what you want me to be. God, God, you just speak it. God, I'm going to begin to dwell on that. I'm not going to dwell on the failure. I'm not going to dwell on the times I've tried and couldn't do it. 
but I'm going to dwell on what you say I can do. I'm going to dwell on the victory you say I can have. I'm going to dwell on the things Pastor Townley's preaching. I'm going to dwell on the revival he's preaching we're going to have. I'm going to dwell on the more that you're going to give us. Somebody pray. Come on, somebody pray. Come on, come on, come on, let your mind go there. Come on, it's going to blow. It's going to blow your mind how quick it's going to happen. Come on, if you'll just let your mind go there. Come on. Yes, 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 yes. God, remove the negativity from my mind. Remove the negative thoughts. Remove the thoughts of defeat, God. Oh, yes. Come on, there's no condemnation to those which are in Christ who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Come on, you don't have to live in condemnation. Come on, you don't have to live in condemnation. You don't have to live under that dark cloud. Come on. Come on.
Somebody's winning the battle in your mind tonight. Come on, somebody's winning the battle in your mind tonight. Ooh, come on, there's some victory happening in your mind. God, I'm gonna believe it, God. I'm gonna believe it, God. I'm gonna dwell on it, God. I'm gonna think on it, God. I'm gonna think. Oh, yalla, 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 yalla